Hello, everybody. Hello. It's that time of the year again. Just kidding. Um, what up? Last of Sinayasuke, sub overdub for all anime. Uh, Sasuke dancing, salsa dancing, ninja stay on his toes. Got a sake flight ready to go. It's your boy Hawkins, Hanzo. Hey. And over to the far left, you far have left. the man of the house. It's the boy. It's the man. It's the legend. Talk to him. It is Big Dan. Big Dan. Rodan. Rodan. Coming to you live in a headband. Two, one, five is where I reside. Oh, no. And I'd like to say that it is live. I'm the comic book connoisseur. You're Somalia of sci-fi and superheroes. <laughs> Here to welcome you. How you doing? One more time. Last time. And now that that's done. <laughs> um, what's up, y'all? It's your girl, Queen Cobb, a.k.a. Queen Antiflex, a.k.a. the video game... Ventress. 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 Yeah. AKA the support character with boundaries coming at you live <laughs> from the blur bar. And how are y'all doing today? I, w- I want to unpack that a little bit. So you're the support character. What would that make? What it makes you the main character. No. I'm, I'm, <laughs> We're no, all the main character. Aren't we all? But I'm, if you support. You, you forgot that. <laughs> but we got it. Um, I'm just thinking, like, am I a DPS? I don't think I'm a DPS. Would you be the, would you be the health? Health mage, the health health mage. Yeah, like if you're oh, like the white mage. I mean, if you want to go, you could be a black mage. I do love me some black mage, but they're more like DPS, right? Like Mm -hmm. I, I I prefer like the quote unquote white mage, the healer, straight up healer. Yeah, like mercy, pure healing. Yep, yep. What's DPS? Look at me knowing things about Overwatch. Yes, speaking (laughs) of, so proud. But I do, I do like DPS heals too. Like I like healers. Um, that apply damage. That also can defend themselves, right? So, like a Zenyatta, if we're talking about Overwatch. She, he, he, uh, but DPS is typically like the assault characters, right? The mm. characters that that do the most damage, the, the characters that get the kills, mm. right? Those, the, um, that's what their I'm role the is. Tank. But what does that stand for? It's isn't it damage, damage per, per second, second which yeah. doesn't it, uh, it's kind of like a PC term, mm-hmm, MMO mm-hmm. term maybe, mm-hmm. but now it's sort of like applied unofficially or mm-hmm. informally to the assault character. Gotcha. But if you're like, if the focus is DPS, then that means you don't have much defense. Like low health, time, yeah. you know, high damage uh, output, yeah. but um, low defense. Mm-hmm. Um, you really have to be defended well. The you have striker, to be healed, right? Um, mm. a- AKA my least favorite role. The most selfish role. They're patriarchs. They're capitalists. We don't need them. You I just think- go out killing stuff. You just kill stuff and you beg, you, you scream and demand, you demand heals, right? Yeah. Um, uh, and you blame the, if you die, you blame the healer, you blame the tank, you never blame yourself. It um, sounds like you should just be good at dodging though. That's part of it. But also you need to be defend, you need to be healed and defended. You need right? to be defended. Cause you're like, like one your to goal, two hits, right. you're like gone. Cause your goal is to make sure that your goal is really the primary like win. Like mm-hmm. you have to win. Mm-hmm. You gotta Which get the kills is, because people are putting themselves on the line. Yeah. So I I really identify with healers and tanks because I think I think like tanks healers and tanks real, yeah. can can actually win a game. Mm. Um, DPS. If you have like a game of like eight DPS, you can't win <laughs> unless you're just like beast mode. Can't but if you have even. four, if you have four healers and four tanks, you can win. Yeah. Can't get out of the game. That's why I identify as a tank. I mostly take bullets. And your dad. Dads are tanks. Dads are tanks. Dads are like a combination of all. Good dads are tanks. Good dads are tanks. I wouldn't know. Bad dads are just DPS. <laughs> Bad dads are just DPS, which is why I'm telling you, DPS is trash. Bad dads are definitely DPS. Yep. Goku, for example. Um, Facts, yes. Goku is DPS. Yep. Even even um, Chi-Chi is also DPS. Yeah. I don't think she's a positive influence on her. I don't oh, think she was there. a positive influence on the kids. She was just there. She's just like, oh, I got the kids. So right? I would, I would be, I would, I wouldn't even call her DPS. She's like a NPC. Oh crap! Not mm-hmm. an NPC. No, Chi Chi got. First of all, there was a time when Chi Chi had hands. Okay. I don't what, remember Dragon that Ball. Time. Yes, Dragon Ball. But I'm just saying, put some respect on that name. Wait, Chi Chi? Yes. I mean, she, in Dragon Ball, okay. she would like just yeah. punch people. But she was good at it. She wasn't Goku level, but she was. I mean, sounds like an NPC to me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I had a question. Mm-hmm. What's the most obscure X Men that you're aware of? I just wanted to know. I've been reading a lot of X Men lately, and I just wanted to know 
Like, what's the most obscure X Men character you can pull from your your memory, your mind? So obscure being like they don't get no play. They're not the main. They're not X. They're not like uh, Cyclops, Rogue, you know, Storm, Jean Grey, Colossus, Magic. Yeah. I mean, some people might say Colossus though, depending He's on not. where you are. No, 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 no. Mm. Depending mm. on depending where you are. are. Okay. And your X Men. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. I'm just saying. <laughs> he, he up there. I mean, now we have to define. Yeah, he, he at least. Yeah, now you got to define what obscure team. is. That's what I'm, I'm just saying. saying like, he at least B team. Is he? But yes. I doubt many people think Colossus when they hear X Men. Colossus yeah. showed up the same time Storm did. Oh, okay, but, but who knows popular. Storm and who knows Colossus? Like, let's come okay. on, man. You can't say so, this. Okay, you picking Colossus? As well. I'm not. Okay. That wasn't who you're I was thinking of. But like, you're you just comic book guys, you so just kept fair. naming people. Yeah, like, no. I'm sorry, I was just naming like you definitely named Colossus. The, str- <laughs> the strong, like they're the the faces of because like team. some people would probably say like Darwin, right? Like, Darwin's definitely. I don't obscure. even know who that is. So he's yes. the black dude that died in X Men first, first Class. I didn't see First Class. Uh, first Class was the one that had the different actors, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's the one I didn't see. Um, I would. I, at first, I was thinking like Jubilee. No, you can't say Jubilee. That was my answer. Then I was thinking Shadow Cat. Kitty. Kitty Pride is great, but Kitty Pride is not obscure. But th- that's your pick. Sure. I'm, like, I'm, like, I, I'm not gonna. She, I'm not gonna. She was in what two movies? Yeah, and barely. She like, was like. <laughs> she was like a non. She was an NPC. Yeah, like come on. She had no plot she's, points. She's had so many. And once again, this is just from the comic book realm. But she, your, her, your her privilege focus, is showing. I, I'm trying to. I'm trying <laughs> to put it away, Dan. Right, but you know. But she was in X Men Evolutions. Yeah, she was. Right, a, she was yeah. a character. She was. She was in there. And. I mean, Spike. So many, so many storylines have been like surrounding her character. So, but, she's a great character. I think that she personally might be like, if we're talking about like who has like some of the best, you know, mutant abilities. I would, and, and, and I would say like, yeah, that's a pretty good ability to have. Mm-hmm. Um, Intangibility. Yep. On call. On call, yeah. and it doesn't appear. It doesn't weaken her or anything. Mm-hmm. Is it? Is there? A, are there oh, limitations to it? Oh, there's definitely. Yeah. It's like, there's oh, I can't time put my hand like, through this for too long. Yeah. Where it's going to actually hurt. She had <laughs> to, like, keep breath. herself phased stuck. into, like, a Lay million. At one point. It was oh, no. really crazy. Basically. <laughs> but she can also, because she's intangible, she can also, like, exist in space. Oh. And Colonize space. They do that, actually. They ended up taking over Mars. All I'm the not surprised. But uh, anyway. It wasn't. But Storm did it. So is it colonization? It might still be. Yes. <laughs> you ever heard of black gentrifiers? It's real. Yep. <laughs> um, but I would say that the most obscure character to me is obviously Jubilee. Um, mm-hmm. I think that she is a character that's a lot stronger than what she's portrayed, especially mm-hmm. in the, the 90s show. She's kind of just this brat um, mm-hmm. who everybody just associates to having fireworks, but it's not fireworks. It's not. Is it um, hard light? It's called... Um, it's a it's a word for <laughs> I forgot the word. It's called um Isn't it pyrotechnics? Yeah, but there's like another word for it. For the actual pew. Fireworks. Um, fireworks. <laughs> um for lack of a better word. But um I think that her 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 fit is like just uh she's just such a great character. And I wish she's also a potential character. So I think like maybe if there was more time spent, she could have been like that side character that could have been Main character energy. Main character. If not in mutant abilities, at least in just... I mean, she, she was kind of main character energy in X Men 90s. She was like the first... Wasn't she the first mutant we saw? Yeah. Like, so. it, the like first, it, it was sent up with her. Yeah. Just like in that... In, in the in the mall. <laughs> in the mall, on the in the arcade, and they're like... She like broke it with her like pyrotechnics or fireworks, and then the guy's like, hey, do you know how much that costs? And she's like, yeah, a quarter. And she like put her, head, her, her glasses on and bounced. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this is the greatest thing I ever saw. <laughs> it's like I should have came up with that. Um, so yeah, so, yeah, that quarter line. That, that quarter line was great. Um, my my pick was going to be the X Men or the mutant Forget Me Not. Literally, he ex- he just exists, but every per- his power is that everyone forgets him all the time. Isn't that a Greek character? Oh no, they just nobody believes her. That's what that was. Yeah. Do we need to unpack that? What the forget me not, X mutant? He like is on a team and everything, and every time he walks into a room, everybody's like, "Who are you?" And you like that? I think it's hilarious. It's a hilarious gag, but like 
Professor X has created redundancies in his cerebro that he walks around with his, on his head now to make sure he remembers him. Oh, Otherwise, okay. let's go, Professor X. Accommodating. Right. <laughs> He's trying, right? <laughs> Wait, did this turn into an ableism thing? It's just like his power is just like, I mean, he just forgot. No, it's not his fault, but I'm saying, like, for yeah. Professor X to say, like, I'm going to develop something. Just to make sure he doesn't forget him. To make sure I have control over somebody else, <laughs> to dis- despite the That's differences. That's Professor X for you. That is Professor so, X. So, uh, anyway. So, everybody forgets him when he comes into a room? Is it... No one remembers him. No. That's the that's his power. Is that is by it? choice? No. Oh, that sucks. He can't turn that off. It's like... He can't That's, like, worse than off. Rogue at that point. <laughs> it is worse than Rogue. No one, no, no one remembers him at all. That sucks. And he's been, like, around. And just a character, and you'll see him, and people he'll like give. They'll have lines between him and his part. Currently, his partner is Juggernaut, and so he works very closely with Juggernaut. And Juggernaut's like, "Yo, who are you again?" Every time, every time. Oh my god, that is that is the worst thing I've ever heard (laughs) in my life. Partner to have, (laughs) but it also I think. I mean, you wouldn't know. You forgot. (laughs) But he also uses it to his ability for like stealth purposes. Like he can just infiltrate things because people are just like, "I'm sorry, who are you again?" But then it's like, but then the creators of the mission are like, who are you again? Yep. We didn't invite you here. But he I provides, didn't ask you to do that. He provides intel. So uh, I, I thought it was really creative. They that figured is out interesting. his niche of like. That, that how, must be difficult to write. And they did it. Yeah. It was hard. Because every the only line that they give him is, who are you? Over that sucks. So that was just my question because it lingered on my mind. That's traumatic. Uh, I read uh, currently Legion of X. And he's one of the characters in it. Did you do your homework of finding me Uncanny X-Men? Still working on it. I got, I'm going to get your, your comic books. Got you. Thank you. Anyway, uh, that Emancipation trailer starring Will Smith. It shot really well. Do we need it, though? <clears throat> so Emancipation <laughs> is a new film. Um, a limited release film that's going to come out in select theaters in and November December or December, 2nd? early December. Yep. December 2nd and then and streaming Ab- on Apple TV. Like December on the 7th 9th. or the 9th. Yeah. yeah. Stars Will Smith playing a character that I believe's name is either Peter or some name that was not his, that was given to him, that was assigned to him. Um, and it's based off of, um, it's based on a true story of a um, very famous photograph of a slave man sitting kind of like this, like posing for a photo and you see his back and there's like all these welts from like scarring, like really deep scarring of being whipped. And that photograph, it's a very famous photograph. That photograph was actually used um, to abolitionists use that photograph to show people in the North or in areas where there weren't slaves. That is like, yo, look at what slave slavery is not what you thought it was. Mm -hmm. If you thought slavery was this, wait till you see this ball. So it was a way to sort of like push abolition. Mm-hmm. Um, and Will Smith is starring in a film um, based off him. Um, and the trailer released recently. And uh, what are y'all thoughts on that trailer? Uh, I know you said it was shot really well. It was shot very well. It looks like the 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 saturation is like lowered. So it's, it gives me like a sepia. Old timey. It gives me a, mm-hmm. a A24 vibes. A twenty four vibes. I, I thought okay. I thought A twenty four for a second. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm, I, Aside from artistically, right, or how it was, <laughs> how the trailer was developed, because we can anybody can make trailers look really, really good, right? It's but very especially, true. Trust me. But what when about we watch, like, shame on me? Forty five times. Trailer. That's why I don't watch trailers anymore. Like I watch the trailer, but I'm not big on trailers Remember anymore. Remember Morbius? No, I'm sorry. Of course, no. Marvel always just. Finds its way in. Um, it's always disappointing us. Um, but um, yeah, so the content. Or we already know this is going to be another slave film, right? Um, or may or maybe not. Um, it yeah. seems to be. It seems to be centered around making it to the He's union. He's a runaway slave. Trying to make it. So to it's the a slave North. film. It's a slave. Unfortunately, film. there there's no other banner you can put around that other than it's a slave film. I or, mean. Um, a movie addressing the topic of slavery. Sure. If if we have to be correct in it. But we don't know if it's going to be focused on his life as a slave or as his life running away to <clears throat> the process of um, running away. And it sounds like he was trying to join with 
or make it to the union or like he had this destination that was maybe that's maybe safe or maybe if the movie is that or if there's a significant time spent towards just obviously obviously the horrors the horrors and what obviously he's famous for and known for that photograph so naturally we're gonna see where that came from maybe visually so what are y'all thoughts on on that i don't I don't know if it's needed. What would be interesting is if they go the route that uh, I believe the director for Till is doing, mm. where they don't they, do any of the yeah. They said there will the be violence. no on-screen violence. violence against black people. Um, so it'll be interesting if they do that. I mean, I also wouldn't be surprised if they don't. But it it it, it can be said that I feel like our generation is tired to a certain degree of seeing that. Like, I don't know how many, uh, was it black history Month that you sat through and watched La Amistad and, or I don't know the color purple or what. Any don't you dare. Movies. Like, don't you dare. But it's take like, that back right now. It's crazy. Cause our earrings take that but back. Right. All I'm saying now, color I'm, purple didn't take place during slavery. It did not. It was uh, sure. Um, it's not, I didn't see it. Uh, so, but like, I think that there are so many <laughs> movies out there. You can't say those things. Let him finish them. I think that there are so many <laughs> movies out there where it's just like, I don't need to see the subject matter anymore. So this idea of like <laughs> trauma, sorry, cop's face. yeah, like black trauma. So yeah, color purple is. There's definitely black trauma being. Sure. Like, it's not a slave film, it's not but it's a post-slave film. But it's full of trauma. Full of full of it. So. I don't think we need to see any more of that. <laughs> is the point? <laughs> um, why? Before before you answer that question, I, I do want to jump in. I don't think that movies like this are made for people of color. I was watching a TikTok, and I, I wish I could go back and find it. Movies like this are not made for people of color, for black people. Yes, let's be specific. They are made. To make white people feel bad about what happened to black people and then somehow uh, give them some re- you know, resolution and absolve them of their sins by saying, it's not happening now, guys, or we got to do better now, guys. And so the target audience is for white people to feel emotionally connected to this history that they've shut down you know, or turned down or even lied about. And so that's why these movies keep getting made. I would push back and argue or at least add to that, that it's for people who don't know the story because you said, I wish people would just read a book. And I do. I people, do wish people would read a book. How many people are going to get that story in, you know, from whatever from K through 12th or even in college, like I how mean, many people are only going to get this experience because this movie, like, cause Will Smith point. is attached to it. That's a good point. Like, so yeah. I, I don't disagree, but I would add to that, that it's for people who just don't know the story. Cause I feel like Hollywood just doles these movies out thinking that yeah, we I get mean, enough white five, people to years. cry. If we get enough <laughs> white people to cry about it, like I would argue also, though, how many people like even though this is made you're saying that it's made for white people i feel like mainly black people go out to see these movies true sometimes so i don't think that black people yes i think that they see it as like if black people watch it and they are get informed cool but i think that that's maybe an afterthought or a second that's like bonus points right because it's a passive effect it's right it's like yo that'd be great if black people seen this but the idea is black people know they may not know this person's name they may not know what he'd been through. They may not know his personal story, but they know that black people suffered and suffer present tense. So I don't think that it's this idea or this purpose of like, let's inform black people about what they've been through <laughs> or their ancestors. I think, I think it is. I think that, and again, like I talked about this in another episode, like I think that it's very important to first examine who is the intended audience like who who is this for why is who what are we explaining like we can talk we can name media off the bat that is for black people right and t- typically that's sitcoms right typically that's sitcoms where there's no explaining it's right? a recognition sorry i think about it often it sticks with me 
But go ahead. Yes. Yep. Um, but it's like, it's implied, right? Yeah. The language is implied, right? They don't have to give us, and I can think of a few examples that give us the absolute most brutal scenes to, to show us like, yo, this is what happened or this is how it is or this is how it was. So I do think that like the focus of the film, the intended audience was people that either know nothing about it or white people. <laughs> um, and they are both. There's like some intersections. There's definitely a big so intersection in that Venn that's diagram. Who it's, <laughs> absolutely. That's who it's for. Like, let's be real. Like, I that's mean, who it's for. And I think black people will watch it because it's like, it's entertainment. It's something to see. It's something to talk about. It's something to make fun of. It's something to write the think pieces on. But ultimately, it's like, yo, like, black people are, I think that black people are tired of it. I think that we need films like this, right? We need films like this to talk about the history. I think that the history is much, is more than just the trauma, mm. right? Um, but I think we need we need media like this, but I also think we need other media as well. And I'm wondering where that at, right? Like, where's yeah. that other media at? Well, did anybody oh. see Harriet? Mm. I already I, I didn't see Harriet, but I have issues with the person that played Harriet. Oh, um, I remember that. Yeah. And I don't know if Harriet was needed either. So uh, okay, so here's my here's my question, and we can segue into the next part. But but I want to answer her question. Go ahead. Um. You said that it's not needed and there are more stories than just the trauma. What are, like... Can I clarify? Yeah, yeah. So I think that um, I can name a few um, pieces of black media where... And I think sometimes the question is, can you talk about... Can you call something black if there's not this underlying understanding of like racism, racism. right like even like there's in, gotta be some racism like, in it like the struggle right but yeah. i think some uh, the, the, there's always gonna if you're if it it's gonna be labeled black right facts like if it's gonna be labeled black then that under even if it's an undertone of like mm. yo we struggling right mm. right um it's gonna be there but i think some shows <laughs> and some pieces of media do a ve- are very keen on making the viewer see the most literal brutal it's like the whole i'm and i'm th- and i'm th- you know what i'm thinking of i'm i'm, I'm I, and i'm not gonna just single it out as the only one but i would say that it's the most recent one and that is the sh- is the show them um that showed the most horrifying scenes traumatic scenes to to send a message about what um that other films and other pieces of media have done in ways that are more subtle <clears throat> more artistic more clever um and i think that that is harmful right like we don't need to see people getting assaulted right Mm. to know that it was tough back then we don't need to see babies getting thrown against walls literally to know that children suffered and there are some pieces of media like them that the entire show was centered around the visuals of black trauma and black pain and the brutalization of black people physically Versus other films and pieces of media that can show like black pain in other ways, right? Mm. Like in ways that's like, like yo, you yeah, but not in ways where it's like, I I need to like I need a trigger warning, right. you know? It's like I think I, like come well, on, he, like hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. I, I liked them. I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I and, think... I, and I wonder. I'm very curious about that. Sure. We can talk about that later, yeah. though. But I'm yeah, and we will because uh, I a few things. Well. There's other stories outside of trauma that we can tell, right? Facts. Um, I think a celebration of black culture is always appreciated. Uh, even in the fictional realm, like, you know, while Black Panther was not entirely a great movie in the grand scope of, like, everything it involved, you know, I, I have an issue with the CGI rhinos. That was just me. But um, when you look at, like, the the thought of detail like just the detail that went into like the outfits and making sure that the cast was diverse and broad and at the same time still very focused on blackness the the body language right. like the implied sense of blackness that's exactly. there that doesn't need to be explained like right. the handshakes right the language is like yo this is black and white people probably <laughs> audience like and, That's cool. Yeah, like, oh, okay. while Hit. blackness can be nuanced, I often think that subtext is the brush that Hollywood paints blackness. And so 
I think it was bold of shows like them to be very direct with the visceral. Bold, and the huh? Vi- bold. That's a generous word. But bold doesn't always need, mean positive, right? Bold means, bo- you know, it's out there. The it's out audacity. There. The, it could be, or the caucasity, of that woman right? Um, to executive produce. <laughs> Why not both? So I think sometimes the visceral is needed. However, the visceral happens on a day to day basis. But why? But why is the visceral needed? The right? visceral is re- needed for the fact of reality. To make white people feel bad, like because it don't it don't make no. us feel bad. It don't make us feel better though. You know. So so then so then it is then it is trauma porn right? Because the idea is it to is. make us I not believe, feel I believe I believe that blackness as a whole is fetishized whenever it's on screen directed by white and black as we've seen right like as we've seen like them was written but see, as I say, them was written by a black dude but when i say fetishize i mean like when it, when it's white when it's us it's pimped out right like it's, sometimes it's just like you you sometimes you have no 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 you cuz you're 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 paying or you're giving it to the people who fetishize it like you know there's medea the, you know there's well i think that even medea as as objectively terrible as it is in terms of equality, that is still very black, right? Like, come on, like we have to be real. Like, it's we can very black, and the audience char- is very black. And no, white people don't. Though. But white people don't watch Medea. Yeah. Medea is not. That's not true people. at all. Uh, I I think most of Medea's think, money comes from black people. But most yes. of Medea's money does come from black. I would <laughs> black people that, yeah. consume <laughs> Medea content. I feel like it, I, to me, I feel it's minstrel, but that's just me. It's it's only. I mean, I, I, I'm not an advocate of Medea <laughs> films or Tyler Perry anything, but I'm saying like... I mean, the Jasmine was... Have you not watched that yet? I, I, I only recently saw that that was a thing, so okay. I have what, not watched it, it yet. The Jasmine's... Jasmine. A Jasmine's Blues. Jasmine's Blues. Who yeah, is that created by? Tyler, Tyler Perry. Perry. Is it good? I would argue that People it is. People say... Was it written or directed or... Ex- yeah. how, what was his role in he it? He created it. He didn't like... He, he didn't, built like, it from the ground up. Did yeah. he, he wrote it? He, like, yeah, he yeah. built... This has been like 10 years in the making. Yeah. Because he was using his Medea money. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but no, we won't see because I will not see. But all I'm saying is that like Tyler Perry, as awful as is objectively and as problematic as I would, it can be, right, we know I'll, that the, the intended audience is not white. Black folk, black focused. That was content. and it's not folk. minstrel. It's not minstrel if the intended audience is for black people. It can be. It can still be problematic, but this it's not really a minstrel if the audience and the folks that are watching it. And absorbing it, and are making, and and whose opinions and perceptions are shaped by it, are are not white. If they're black people watching it, how is uh, I'll, it's not? I'll much... admit to being wrong on that one. I don't. I don't, no, I don't even no, think no, it's no, thing no. about wrong or right. But no, no, I will. Be, and the reason why is because you're absolutely right. It as you continue to look at it, or at least you know we can look at it with dis- disgust based on the fact that we just think it's ridiculous. But when you think about it, every joke is directed from a perspective of blackness. Yes. Even the way he delivers it, even. Yep. Super yeah. exaggerated. We know like hyper it's a hyper exaggerated version of our but, grandmothers yeah. or our aunties. Exactly. And that's why black people identify with it so much because it seems and, and all the ridiculousness it's is still familiar. But it's still at the same time familiar. It's familiar. My, I, yeah. my question is for it not to be for to have factual or taken from true stories. Um <laughs> stories of triumph for black people in history i mean besides the pursuit of happiness like are are there and maybe this is just me needing needing to read a book but like where where is that that does not include trauma trauma racism what have you only because of the history that i know of i mean black people in america (laughs) I mean, unfortunately, yeah. the, our history is tied very closely to that. Yeah, unfortunately, a lot of our success story is tied to the fact the of struggle. overcoming racism or segregation. Or... And that's the and that's the key. And I want to bring up this uh, this article that I read um, on Medium about. Um, and I don't want to like really just like focus in on like them, but um, <laughs> them as an example. But um, there was She's an article written. Um, and they sort of, they quoted like two people, they quoted like, um, Wes Craven, mm-hmm. um, who talked about like the purpose of horror mm-hmm. and how like horror is really meant to exploit or to show or put, or put on stage, um, our fears and then put it to bed. Mm. 
right? Like you go, you, you experience, you experience it as like this big thing. Um, you go through it and then you put it away, right? That's what Wes Craven says that the purpose of horror is. And then this other artist, and I wrote it down, um, cause I, I don't want to misquote him because it was said so beautifully. He's a, like a queer artist named Brandon Taylor and a writer. And he said something that says like, I don't understand how you make a horror if you were never safe. And how do you make something to terrify a people who have lived for generations in a state of constant besiegement? So can horror actually exist? Cause this idea of horror is like, there has to be this sense of safety at one point, whether mm. it's sense of safety at the beginning, because most horror movies are like situated where it's like you're safe mm. and then you're not safe and then you're safe. Right. Like that's how mo- that's like mm-hmm. pretty much like the, the format of right, like horror, sure. even though we've seen <laughs> some safe, horror. Then you're not safe. Yeah. But we've seen some until horror. the sequel. Right. Yes. But we've seen some horror that have completely like turned that upside down. Like a 24 is like, her- was this hereditary a 24? Yes. Mm. Yes, I believe it is. I wouldn't be surprised. Hereditary, which is one of the Google greatest horror. Hereditary is one of the greatest horror movies. The, mo- mm. the One of the greatest modern horror movies ever created in the last decade. Facts. It's definitely creepy. It's creepy, but it's also great. Yeah. Um, oh, no. Like, I, enjoy- I enjoyed it thoroughly. It is A24. It is A24, of course. That makes sense. And it's, it's like, <laughs> there's no safety ever in the film. So some films, like, horror, like, it's like, you were safe. And then you weren't safe, and baby, you're not gonna ever be safe. But I think mm-hmm. like this, like the the general format of horror is like you're good until you're not good, and then you overcome, and then you're good maybe unless mm-hmm. the sequel happens. And like this idea of like black horror is like there needs to be this sense of safety first, right? In order for something to be horror, there, the sense of safety has to be somewhere. Mm-hmm. And this particular writer is saying like, can you really call something black horror if like there was never a sense of safety? If the worst thing that can happen in a horror is death, and black people are always in reality faced with this very possibility of death is there really a such thing as like black horror because hmm. this black horror really exists as a genre i think that's very interesting only because what so i guess we're getting to like black horror versus black trauma right um so one of the movies that readily came to mind for black horror was the new candy man yeah. which was oh. in my opinion really really good and it's like was there a sense of safety i mean in the context of the movie yeah, he was just an artist living his life, doing his thing. He wasn't gang banging or anything like that. But like we know gang that banging. we know that you don't have to be in the wrong crowd. You can just be in the wrong place at the wrong time. But which that was the wrong, which the is wrong horror. Yeah. Which is which is horror for black people, right? Sure, that's horror. But for him in that context, for that character, he was he, he was good. he was just fine, right? He there was he safety. Cute, he had his cute girlfriend. They right. had a nice apartment. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or if you watch the first movie, he was already he was always tied to it. Oh, right. I mean, but this was intended to be like a re- retelling for people that maybe have never seen the older right. ones, right? But this is a, this is a they said forget about the other forget two, a, yeah. three, four. What this they call that? The a re- they call it a reboot. <laughs> spiritual a spiritual sequels. A they spiritual call sequel. Um, so that's one thing where it's like, okay, there's safety. Then I mean, technically, it wasn't that. He wasn't safe. Everybody else wasn't safe. Right. I until until he wasn't at the very end. Until he got information. And, until, <laughs> but then, then he is transformed so that he is safe because of the transformation. Horror is about overcoming, right. and when we have like these films where there's like, especially if you're using like like black trauma mm-hmm. as your vehicle or as like your as like this this tool that you're using to shock people or to make to make people f- afraid mm-hmm. and and that costs something that there's a cost to that there's a cost to throwing babies against walls that there it's shocking but there is the baby sorry. wasn't thrown against uh, uh, the wall it was just we got to get away back. from it <laughs> I, I but i'm saying like there is a cost to like visually yeah. presenting black trauma. It's not just a cost to you and your viewership, which are white people, but it's also a cost to the black, to black people. Right. I agree. And I just think that it's like, you can present horror and you can present struggle and you can present these things in a way where there's also overcoming. But I would argue but they did that all of black, almost the majority of black centric or black focused horror always comes up, always ends with an overcoming. One because that that allows it to stay fiction, right? Because if 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 you make it out, you can't be halfway in and halfway out. 
but right uh, because but we know saying. that it's not overcoming because we live because but that's what i'm saying real. uh like uh candy man right like he he overcame by pretty much accepting his identity as candy man but maybe that's why it was good but that but that's why it's not really like the horror wasn't for us like we weren't horrified it was no it was still scary i wasn't scared but but did um, you, do y'all think that candy like, man was problematic like, do y'all think that Candyman was just a horror film where it was black people? In- because then there's also that question is, can you make a horror film with black people in it and, and starring? Happened. And it's just like, they just happen to be black. I think Is that us. Lovecraft Country? Oh, or Us. Yeah, I would yeah, think yeah. Us I is, would not say Lovecraft. That's true. Lovecraft definitely took black trauma. Yeah, definitely. And flipped it on its head a little bit. Um, and refocused by throwing elements like sci-fi. And yeah, because it was like the context of time. But, it's yeah. like, yep. I guess you can't say that, but like... Right. At the same time, within the context maybe. of it all, it still utilized trauma in a way and, ra- and, and racism, like ra- yeah. yeah, like there was the whole basement of yeah. all those facts. Oh, His- that that scared me because it was just creepy to look at. But um, like us was that could have been anybody. That could have been black people. It could have been white people. And I think even and though I wasn't white people, it was it was, but. You know the the main f- character, the main focus, were, yeah. Yeah, was a black. But I think sure. even though, like, yes, in us, the main characters could have been anybody. But I think like what was brilliant, even though I wasn't the biggest fan of us, I wasn't I, either. But I, I think, think what yeah. was brilliant about it is that like Jordan Peele, at least in those films, seemed to have this undertone, right? It wasn't like ah, black trauma. Here it is, death bodies. Right. This is my point. <laughs> it's like <laughs> implied. Where it's like it's done in a way that it was I think su- it's creative. It, was subtext. It, right? it made you think. It made you feel educated watching it. It didn't yeah. dumb it and down. And not traumatized. For you. Uh, I feel like Get Out was a little traumatizing, only slightly. And I would only say for a person as a black male who, and this is the reason why he did it. He was also a black male who's been in a, a interracial relationship. I see. So like that fear exists. But did they use brutalization <laughs> as a way to drive the story? I mean, right? It was because implied. I, it was implied, definitely implied, when they started dropping brains, you know, taking the white people's brains and putting them in black bodies. Sure, but but, but it wasn't it wasn't in your face. And it was constant, also like yeah. that was also like fiction. it was commentary. And it yeah. was also like this fictional horror part of it, right? Where it's like some some, and I, I I'm I'm really I'm not going to talk about them and again because I'm using that as just like my my drive home examples. That's my base mm-hmm. because they're using things that are very real, even mm-hmm. even though they did but try to definitely did that. They tried to use like supernatural elements, right? Shorty was predatory. Facts. Just kept, you know. No facts, but I'm saying like dropping. I can I can deal with like these sci-fi elements to hmm. black trauma, right? Because, hmm. I, but 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 I really can't deal with using images of people being the reality of trauma in a way that that drives the story. Because I feel like if them didn't have those scenes, those really nasty, awful, scary like ugh, scenes. People wouldn't like it. People wouldn't watch it. Really? That's just I, I would belief. agree. I'd agree that it wouldn't have got. Be- I don't think it would have gotten the same attention. Because That's it interesting. Was, because it was the, the shock that drove that that film. I mean, I mean that that, that show. That was sure. That was a shocking scene. But I felt like there the the demons that they were facing. Nobody gave a damn about the demons. I thought that was pretty interesting. I mean, true. The one demon actually came from that scene, or at least he harped on it. But then the other two, like the one girl who was dealing with the crazy white girl, mm-hmm. and then the other short, uh, smallest girl who was dealing with the crazy demon teacher. Like right. I thought that was like pretty <laughs> creepy and pretty like it just showed them facing their demons in this new place. Now, correct me if we've asked this question already, but is there a way to do black trauma without uh, or black horror without like completely devoid of? black trauma like in america a black no. horror movie <laughs> completely devoid of black trauma historical trauma racial trauma no can it be done i think it could be i don't know if it has been though would it be, be labeled would it be, black? would it be considered a black horror if it's just like you take a scary monster but well, the main is that, character is, is that, that not is that what you guys just said with uh us would do you call that a black harm a black Absolutely. Horror? I'm at, I was just asking. I mean, I know I do. But so I, would that qualify as I guess it would qualify. black horror without black trauma? I don't think you can have black horror because it just wouldn't be called. It would just be called horror. I don't even know if I leg, if I would call black mm. horror a genre, like a legitimate genre. But I'm saying like because it kind of seems like 
what's that word for when both it doesn't make redundant sense? Redundant, or oxy- not oxymoron. Not to say that the black experience is trauma, mm. but I think like <laughs> not to like say that, but I'm saying but like I don't I don't necessarily consider black horror a genre, okay. but um, but I think yes, you can have like black. I I don't think that I think that if you want to make a black film, then I think that the writers and the directors have control over what we see or what's implied, Mm. but I think you cannot really call something a black movie that explores a black experience, even if it's black joy without Mm. there being some indication that, that there's some black because we we always have to mm. never forget where we came yeah from. even like shows like insecure which i think is a great show a mm. great black show that does a very good job at showing black joy black conflict black love mm. um and also like black trauma right even if they don't they don't they don't need to see someone being thrown out of a window um it's because we know like there's a struggle economically for black women black women being in white spaces like that is black trauma right and that's like i think that that was shown so beautifully in like films and in and, and shows like insecure and film and even like some of the films that are like kind of trash like even like drumline and like <laughs> loving basketball where it's like we just got black Stompy people yard. here stomp something yard yes we just we just got black people here like this this was made for black people right and 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 there is this and if you know historically what's happening you know like black people gathered in these spaces because maybe we weren't allowed to be anywhere else or maybe like we know the origins of black dance and where this came from Mm. like with but you don't have to carry the show is not carried on the bodies of our black ancestors or black people that have died and been murdered it doesn't have to be carried on that Right. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes it's just like if it's black, if it's for if it's truly for black people, I believe you do not have to show the visceral elements of it because we know. So it's a problem when we do it. Uh, <laughs> but I think black people also like black people can be capitalists and black people can sell out black people and black people who want the audience to be white people. They will do the same thing. So so these black people that make black trauma porn, I don't I don't they're not excused either. Right. They're not excused either. And when you look at who writes the individual episodes, yeah, the director might be black. The writer might be black. But when you're looking at who's really like leading each episode, generally it's a white person. Um, But I think that, yeah, like if you're going to tell a black story, then there then there's like this implication of like struggle somewhere and it's racialized. But the the, the film doesn't have to really get into that because for black people, you don't have to. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what that would look like outside of like us, and maybe it's just because I don't have the creativity for it. What about yeah. Master? Coming to America, that was for black people, and it was, was a, it a was it a horror? Though? But even it, it's not a horror. But I'm saying like the blackest films, no matter the genre, if it's black, then there's going to be something in there that shows like I'm black in this space, like I'm black. And did here, that happen to Coming to America? I haven't seen it since I was a kid, but uh, I remember well, there being Louis like, Anderson uh, when he works at Mc. Uh, what is it called? It's not McDonald's. It's something else. McDonald's. McDuff's. But it's, or but it's always McDougal's. But they always right. they always let the viewer I know. I apologize like, to anyone else that's offended by the fact. That I'm, I'm sorry, McDonald's. Right. But, but it's always like yo, like even if it's like the lightest comedy, not anything about like black trauma. It's like yo, you are a black person in a space where maybe you weren't supposed to be. Like there's always that like damn like he in the he in the office building oh crap like it's always like this like the, that paranoia oh, that anxiety in the audience. Sorry to bother you. It's considered a horror movie. That's funny. That's interesting. You know what else is considered a horror movie? If Beloved. It would definitely be considered a horror movie. That, that shit scared the hell out of wild. me. Pre- I would consider Precious to be a horror movie. I, I, saw, we, I saw that that was called like black trauma. But, <laughs> I but, didn't see it. But those are things. Even though it's, it would, I don't even think it falls under that category. At least. It's a drama. It's it's a drama. But for us, it's horror, right? uh, That drama was horrifying. It wasn't uh, a horror. It was horrifying. What is it? Black? Oh, um. For for black girls or something like that? For colored girls. For colored girls. Horror. The film. Yes. He he done took the baby. The the film. (laughs) Now. All right. It was based off of like, like play, like a series of plays. I I know, Um, but it's. And you know, wasn't it Tyler Perry? (laughs) Um, I believe it was Tyler Perry. What was um, that? Uh, there was a movie on Hulu. Uh, what's it called? Not Good Hair, because that's uh, Chris Rock's. But was it just called Hair or Bad Hair? Oh, uh, it was like I think it's called Good Hair. 
The but, hair one or the colorism one? No, nah, the, it's the hair. It's like a hair horror movie where yeah. like uh, a black lady has hair. I think that's like killing people or killing like and it's yep. like called bad hair or something like that. But it came out like a couple of years ago, and that's like wild. And I almost thought about watching, it and I was like, eh, I don't think I will. <laughs> that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, um, is there a way to do tastefully do drama going forward, or do or have we had our fill and it's that's enough? Because I feel like if we keep using the umbrella of educational purposes for people who haven't, you know, you know, seen it or know anything about it, like after a while, that that story gets played out to me. Hmm. Like, I feel my responsibility to my daughters is to make sure that they know their history at the same time, let them know that we are not there anymore. But people might still be there, you know. People, people with ill intentions might still be stuck in 1950. But to to live in that, to be deeply rooted in the the pain and the the visceralness of it all, the graphicness of you know the hangings, and I mean, I can never unsee these images. Emmett Till, like you know, you you can't unsee stuff like that, and it either drives you for a better person or it creates a monster of eating almost like the or or Boris, right? Like you start eating your own tail of just like, I'm stuck in this circle of hating what happened and hating that there's people that exist for that. And so like, how do you break that loop other than you stop showing it? Right, there like, are plenty of ways to break that loop. Well, obviously therapy, but no, uh, no I mean no, no. I think like I think knowing is one of the knowing, is, knowing part, is half the battle. No, knowing but. and being angry is a part of the process, right? right. Like, I, like I majored in criminal justice in an undergrad, and like we took like race and crime classes, and we were watching movies and and and, and hearing all the awful things, mm. and it made me angry. Like I was like mad. Like it took so much from me to just be mad. All the time, I was on Facebook getting Facebook arguments about people on, like, Yahoo. Uh, and, like, I was angry. And I didn't know how to get it out. And the only way I can get it out was by arguing with white people. All right. But I think that there are ways to turn that anger into action or turn that anger into hope. And that comes from, like, community. That comes from, like, organizing and, like, mm-hmm. meeting up with people who are like, yo, I was angry too, right? But let's podcast. do something. Doing podcasts, right? No. <laughs> like, I think community... <laughs> Because it can be so easy to get al- to feel alone in that anger, and then it just stays there, and then you're just bitter, and you're not getting anywhere. But I think like that anger, I think that anger is like a natural part of that process, where it's like, yo, that happened. The per- it it happened to someone that looks like me, and was done by someone that looks like you. And it keeps like, happening, and it keeps happening, and you don't get it. <laughs> so it's like anger <laughs> has to be a part of it. There yeah. has to be that anger, but there has to be like a way to turn that anger into something else. But I'm just saying, like, I think, like, yes, I think that we need all the stories. Like, we need the pain, but I think the way that we illustrate the pain and can capitalize be, off and capitalize, pain. and we also got to talk about capital, right? The way that the pain is illustrated can be done in in many different ways because because it's done in music, it's done in dance, it's done in art, right? It can in film is just another version of how we see black pain. But I think what's important about like black pain is that well, there's also black healing. And I feel like maybe that part is missing right. or we don't see enough of like the black healing and the black, like the overcoming or even the process right. of overcoming. Right. I don't think we see enough of that. And I don't think it's done beautifully. Right. It, yeah. It's always like the black, the black pain. And then you're like, act three is they made it y'all. Yeah. They pulled themselves out of it. And you're like the so process. Yeah. That the process is often unrealistic. Hence the reason why it feels like fiction so many times when you're watching it on screen, because it's just like the journey is not the same for everybody. But at the same time, the universal journey of blackness often is like we still have to go through all the process of healing, but you can't show that in a film or that's not the intention of the film. With a film, that's one thing because you only got two hours, you know, three to like tell a story because i um, you know what i would love to see for a get out too is how my man recovered like do you though because that's just like that's because when hours you, of therapy but for me it's also like looking 
him walking around for the rest of his days, like never trusting another white face because, you know, these nice. Does that become more of a comedy at that point, though? No. Probably. Mm-hmm. Like, Sketch comedy. I would also yeah, be like, deeply but, afraid that the next person, like, kidnaps me. It becomes but the Dave Chappelle show. It could be. <laughs> but black people don't need to see that. But right? we don't because that's what I'm saying. Like, that's our that's our healing. But it's not shown to everybody else. They just see the trauma and then, ah, he made it. But maybe then the question is like, does our does our pain and does our healing need to be on the stage? It right? sounds like that's what you guys were saying, though. I feel like, but yes, that's the question, I right? Like, where, I mean, it's a question. It's an open. I believe question. it. I believe, and in, in, in some ways, it's like, yo, like this type of these conversations, this media is important, mm. but it has to be done right. I and who determines who is done right? It's a, I don't that's know. A very objective but people. when your audience <laughs> is white people, then what makes it right is going to be different. I feel I like because if it's the, not reparations, I don't want to hear about it. I feel I like don't want to hear about the, it. Um, <clears throat> the healing process and all that that is money in my pocket. See, sorry, that you want to see happen. It it happens in the conversations after seeing the movie. Mm. I think that's where you're going to find that because like she like you said queen cob um there is that anger that you have to express yourself and you have to get with other people and then talk about how that made you angry but then you discuss like okay well like what do we do with this how do we heal from this and and, like that's that's the healing i would say because Mm -hmm. you're not going to get it in the two-hour movie you probably won't get it this if it's a series it probably won't be long enough for you to really see him right. or see them uh get that you know see that process of healing and all those hours of therapy and honestly i don't know of many shows where that happens unless maybe like felicity but like who watched that and who remembers it you know what, I mean? like, what a callback like so like what a callback um <laughs> but like outside of that it's like i don't know like because what like girlfriends got canceled but like that was also right. a very episodic show where it's like yeah. what were their traumas that they were getting over you know what i mean like so it's, and not and i also think and, and I don't this is a this is a weird counterpoint to make but i feel like we overuse the word trauma do we I do. I would. I would make that argument because so much is, while that may inform our decision making going forward, even as adults or you know, wherever you are in your station of life, like we use the word trauma for things that not don't always directly affect us. Hmm. Like, give me an, like. Let's give an example. Slavery uh, sometimes does not always do, uh, directly affect us. We are products of it. I'm hear me out. I'm hearing. My name's not Herschel Walker. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm trying to get this out. Slavery. My, name's, my name is not Kanye. <laughs> Might have been a choice. Right. Mm-hmm. No, my name is also know, not Kanye. There, but but I, I'm saying it doesn't affect us in the same way that it affected those who went through it. And and so, I believe it needs to be looked at with more of an objective eye. Let me finish. I am. I'm just making <laughs> the, uh, these. I'm eyes. just moving my right. body. <laughs> I'm just moving my body. Just Let me be it. great. I'm just I'm but, <laughs> but I think we need to look at it with a more objectiveness of we are the byproduct of the overcoming. We're in the process of the overcoming because we're not slaves anymore. If we want to heal, we have that option to heal because we have the community to heal. And I think hmm. we need to start choosing to heal. Hmm versus the the strong grip of So you're saying that we're not choosing the hill? I think You're saying that some, slavery was a choice? I'm saying we're not choosing to heal is what I said. Are you sure? Some of us aren't. Because uh, that's... what what allows what is being circulated when it comes to blackness and the mass media does not focus on that. It doesn't focus on the healing. It doesn't focus on it just it focuses on the crabs in the bucket it focuses on those who make it on you know the the backs of capitalism the american dream well and we have to think of it comes back to the question of well who's the media for right like right. who is this actually who's for? the target audience right but if we're not intentionally pulling the 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 wax or the the eyelids you know off of the closed eyelids off of people to see 
that you're not going to find healing in this stuff. You may find enlightenment, but not necessarily healing. Like Josh said, you have to talk about this stuff with, you know, in the conversation after. And so um, that's what I'm saying. I feel like being objective about what has already occurred and kind of moving in a different direction. Hmm. Because right now it still feels like, and I, maybe it's just that the reality is that we're still we're still there, and is it our it's our responsibility as this current generation to kind of just start directing people toward healing? Hey, <laughs> the light's this <laughs> way. Hey, mental health, it's right. a thing. I mean, but I mean, I mean, our parents didn't really tell us to do that. Like you know, some of us was like, hey, therapy, and they're like, they too. And there, we're not going to, no, 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 from, th- from a therapist's perspective, yes. Sorry. therapy is not going to save all. us. No, I don't right? think like so. We're, we can't therapize ourselves out of oppression or racism, right? That's true. Um, so I, I think, like, objectively speaking, if we're talking just strictly objectively, then, mm. yes, we weren't, we're not being physically beat or hung. Um, but we are experiencing... It in maybe different ways, right? Mm. Like we are, like we can't sit here and say that, you know, we're still being disenfranchised. There's still like mm-hmm. some uh, discrepancies, and um, I forgot what that word in research is used. That's used um, when there is an overrepresentation or an underrepresentation of ourselves in certain is it a misrepresentation, over or under, and that's mm. called a. Um, it starts maybe with a D. I'm not, I can't. Um, it sounds like we've been sipping on a lot of tequila. Yep. In October, um, it is uh, a lot of. Um, it starts with a D. But basically, there are still areas, um, many areas, many systems, and um, infra- pieces of infrastructure where we are overrepresented, such as prison, mm-hmm. um, and we can direct our overrepresentation into pr- in, in prisons directly to racism mm-hmm. and slavery. Um, we can connect our underrepresentation in some um, industries, um, politics, politics, housing. Um, um, and we can direct that um, to slavery, um, to racism and to slavery directly. Um, so to say that we are not, we yes we're not we're impacted in a different way. We're impacted in a different way. I that like I couldn't really find the words, but at the same time I'm also like It's just like we're I, not I, I don't want to I don't want to keep being stuck here. And I, and that's probably something I need to pay somebody for, but I don't want to keep Owens being Owens enters the chat. <laughs> um, I, and says well, we need to stop doing this, man. Yeah, but you know what? We need to get out of we need to get out of slavery, yo. But, Ooh. Um thanks. I just, uh, I don't know. I I got feels towards that. I think it's a, I got. I think it's a interconnected web of issues sure. um, that won't be solved on this podcast. It this surely episode. won't. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but I I think you got to pay somebody. I think it's a it's a bit too connected and too messy. Uh, to just say that it has like there are a lot of things that have to happen um and that's all i'm gonna say about it hey guys we've reached the end of this episode <laughs> guess what questions from the barflies that's you guys we need it we want them questions yes. you got yes. them we want to hear them uh are we doing it live again mm. details will soon come TBD. oh my gosh that'd be great yeah TBD. um let us know what you thought about this episode. This was a heavier one. Uh, but as always, like, comment, share, and subscribe uh, if you have not done so. And uh, send this to somebody that may have this con- that you may have had this conversation with. I'm pretty sure you've had this conversation with somebody. Just say, uh, send this to somebody and say, aren't you just so tired of seeing the same black media over and over again? That's it. That's the yeah, chat. That's I, the tweet. Yeah or no? <laughs> Check this John out. Um, and also, we don't know what we're talking about. We don't. We're not. We're um, not. Uh, we are professionals just, in any way. In some ways, we are because we are black, right? There's no question to that. But we also. I, but it can be argued that I may not be. 
I think we definitely we span the spectrum of there is of, a spectrum of, of blackness. political blackness here. <laughs> That's for sure. There's a spectrum of blackness that happens here at the Blurred Bar. There is uh, no spectrum of blackness here. Okay, she said no. She said no. She said We're all black here. Right. Um, just but- to let y'all know. No matter how I sound, I know I sound like a little boy. For all the people listening to audio, what? How did um, we know? but I'm a no. black woman. You said, "How did we know?" No, no. So, uh, no, no. <laughs> as we always like to say here, y'all have a blessed night. No, I think no, it's time for us no. to go. We just gonna go. Bye. <laughs> so, you said Nani earlier, so I had to make sure folks knew. Oh, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. There it is. All right, guys, catch y'all later. <laughs>